tough stuff can make you tough enough. It's Rhyme and Reason 699. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're Hey there, Tony here. How's it going today? Life a little tough today? Got some tough stuff going on? Well, you know, life's full of ups and downs. And the ups, it's funny because you say it's full of ups and downs and people tend to think of the ups as the good part and the downs as the bad part. Um, it's all part of what makes it so interesting, life. Because it's it's not the easy stuff that makes you stronger. And sometimes it is the up stuff that makes you stronger. It's the tough stuff anyway. And if you've lived longer than a couple of decades, you're at least starting to see what I mean, right? I know you are. You're, you're at least starting to see. And if you've lived several decades, you're not starting. You've seen it a lot. And tough stuff is, it's available everywhere. So it's not hard to, to have to endure it or get to it. Um, and sometimes you can, it's self-inflicted. Oftentimes it's self-inflicted, maybe most of the time. But sometimes it's self-inflicted because you want the tough stuff, not because you did something stupid and ended up with the tough stuff. And the case of this is um, something I remembered the other day. It was way back in the 1980s, uh, back when I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, in that area on the outskirts. And and, uh, just in case you didn't know this, they have a famous 10K run every year. It's called the Peachtree Road Race. And it goes through sections of Atlanta that includes some fairly good-sized hills. In case you didn't know it, Atlanta it has um, actually some, like I said, good-sized hills all through the city. So the run, the 10K run, is a pretty good challenge. And I decided that uh, the year that I lived there that I wanted to take it on. And I did. So before I did, I hadn't been running I don't know much at all. I don't think I had been running. I hadn't run in a long time. So I went out and bought myself some expensive, fancy schmancy running gear. (laughs) That's cool, huh? Right? You can just see that yet. Wait a second. Wait a minute. No, I didn't. I just put on my basic blue sweatshirt and sweatpants, and I pulled a pair of running shorts over them. And you can laugh if you want, but that was cool. All right, that's, I would do it again right now. Yes, I would if I was going to run. Anyway, um, and then I put on my basic sneakers. I didn't have some fancy Nike or I didn't. Have, I don't think I had any brand stuff like that for a long time. Well, at that point, I might have had Nike because I remember there were some Nike sneakers that were um, awesome for tennis and racquetball, and I used to play a lot of that and got really good at it, and I'm getting off the topic here so let me get back anyway so I put all that on and I decided to just run you know right there in my neighborhood and took off and it was January so um, and that was because I needed uh, plenty of time to get uh, in shape to get you know physically fit for this run so I started in January Um, let's see the training no not the training Training started in January. The run was around the 4th of July. So I knew it was going to give me a good six months. And I knew I needed that. Okay, so I took off from my apartment on that first run. And I remember there was a a small school nearby. I think it was an elementary school. 
well, it might have been in middle school because they had a running track. And I figured, you know, going around in circles for a while would be a, a better start than trying to tackle those hills right away. So I headed over there and the track was covered with about three inches of snow. And you know that kind of snow that gets a, a slight crunch on top because the wind's been blowing on it and and made the outer surface kind of crunchy inside still soft but you got to go through about a half an inch of crunch that's what it was like i started running you know, crunch 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 with every run you know of my um of my steps i would hear that crunching but after about three laps i had a smoother surface because i crunched down enough areas and uh that was my beginning so hey i did it and i made it back to my apartment I was uh, quite a bit younger then, so recovery was not an issue, but uh, it did take me a little bit of um, going back you know, out there and running to not feel it so much. But I did that, and I kept going, and then I decided to take a run after a while through the extended neighborhood, and you know, it was all going well enough until I turned one of the corners and I faced the monster the monster was a steep neighborhood hill and it was close to the beginning of my run so you know before i even got warmed up there it was and the first time up it was slow and i mean s l o w slow but i struggled through it and i made it to the top and then a large section of the run after that was either level or you know somewhat downhill and uh, the final circle back to my place the final uh, return was downhill because I had run up that hill I didn't like that setup I didn't like that you know starting out and having hit that monster I didn't like it at first but after some days and then weeks of tackling that hill I noticed something mighty cool i wasn't struggling to barely make it up that monster in fact i conquered the monster with a bounce in my steps take that monster you ain't keeping me down you're not gonna hold me back Mm-mm. and then i noticed something else without much of a conscious decision i started running further or is that farther and each week I would add to my mileage. I'd go that much further. Or is it farther? Anyway, because um, that 10K, that uh, is also 6.213712 miles, that was the goal, right? Had to run um, nearly six and a quarter miles, for those of you who don't like the 10K sound. But 10K, you know, it sounds, rolls off the tongue real nice. Anyway, that was the goal. Right, want to make it through, get through the Peachtree Road Race, the famous road race. I wanted to run it, and I wanted to finish it with a smile, and I wanted to get my accomplishment T-shirt, which you get. Oh yeah, you also get a got a photo of you crossing the finish line, and then I still wanted to have plenty of fuel left for anything else I wanted to do that day. So I trained and I ran every day, and when it rained or snowed, which was only a couple of times in the snow part in Atlanta. Or, you know, even when it started getting hot and humid, I was out there. I was running. And I added the miles until it was no big deal 
to run six miles or even more. And I got to the point uh, that some people call the runner's high, you've heard that, or the second wind. That was awesome. I could run till I got my second wind, and then it felt like I could just run for however long I wanted. And that felt great. That just felt great. And I owed it all to, yep, the monster. Because the tough stuff made me tough enough to reach and even surpass my goals. Yeah, so pretty cool how that works. So I think that's a little example of why Paul, in the Bible, he told the Philippians, and you and me, to keep pressing on toward the goal for the prize. But he wasn't talking about some dumb t-shirt. He said the prize is the, quoting him, upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And that ain't 10K, that's solid gold. So reach out through the tough stuff and press on through the pouring rain. And you'll find enough stuff to turn your loss into gain. Think about that. Until next time, this is Tony from TonyFunderburke.com. And I'd just like to finish with, and for those of you who listen to this, Greg, you know that uh, I usually end up saying... Life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life.